So there we are, Kev. That's Volby. Volby. Enjoy that. Been a fan for a long time. Yeah, there, it, there's... What the hell? You just kind of cut out of it. There we go. Uh, no, you're no. really not. That's me. That's you. Well, you would need to talk so that we know. Yeah. What the hell? That's not good. Again, we should be doing this Before beforehand. Me. Maybe that's what we're... Amateurs. Maybe that's why we're amateurs. It's the truth. <laughs> Is it the wire? There we go. That the was the wire. Good. Yeah. Is I'm it good now? Propping it. Oh, propping it up. That, With, that's brand new. Where's that? Com- where's that comment that <laughs> I could read? <laughs> second. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. So yeah, I love that song. I found it. It is and, good. And uh, I'm gonna use it somewhere. Check out Warriors Call too. Very good. They've got an album. They've got a concept album that's called Outlawed Gentlemen and Shady Ladies. It's all about like Doc Holliday and Tombstone. Very cool. Love yeah. that movie. Yeah. There's some great stuff that's in there. That's all I watched in college was that and all of Eddie Murphy's Delirious <laughs> and all that stuff. No, Volbeat has the Hangman's. What's the Hangman uh, song too? It's really good. Hangman's Noose. Something like that. That might be on that album I was just talking about. Really good. Yeah. Good band. Original, like we were talking before we got on air. It was just the, the guy has a, an original voice, which is hard to find these days with everything being overprocessed. And it's hard to find anybody who has a voice. True. I mean, it, it, it's, it's insanity. I mean, it, you can't hear a song. I mean, seriously, you can't hear a song today that doesn't have, uh, what do you call it, auto tune on it. Right. And I mean, you want to talk about lazy? You want to talk about tired? Well, it's what they all. It's what they all want. I got a buddy that uh, produces music, and um, he's had some other some big names from like the nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. And he said people send me stuff and they want it all auto tune now. Oh God, it's terrible. But you could have anybody. Why do you need them to even come into the studio? You can. It's the truth. <laughs> you and I could put an album out and sound like perfect. Yeah. And my voice, ask my kids, my voice is not a good singing voice. Oh, no, we've heard you sing. We've heard you try to sing. We know this. We don't need to ask your kids. It's not good. Yeah, when, not good. When, when you were chiming in on the Gardella Clause stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah he's, the kid's not a singer. No. This no. kid's not a singer. <laughs> no. Not even close. <laughs> okay, you ready to start this show? I am. You fabulous. <laughs> Second-rate production <laughs> producer. Here we go. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. And there we are, Kev. Episode 42 of the Exeter Underground Hyperlocal News and Analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is... Kevin Foles. And we are first-rate propagandists and fabulists, <laughs> as we understand it. Yes. By one of the... No, wait a minute. That's not one of the small-minded people, is it? No. At any rate, we'll get into that. (laughs) Welcome to the Exeter Underground. We're glad you're here with us. 
And, uh, you know, the, the, the school board meeting happened last night. Yes. But really didn't get a chance to do... T- not too much happened. No. Other than what the first 25 minutes was over bus cameras? Yeah. Yeah, which I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I know that if I express an opinion that I'm not in favor of that because I have constitutional reservations. Well, it's because you don't like kids. I want them all dead, right. You've been through <laughs> right. that. This is the point when they're trying to sell. I think when someone comes up with a product, these guys look relatively young. Yeah. When they come up with a product, be like, what can feel really good? And we can make people feel guilty if they don't buy it. Yeah. And then it's you It's a have, brilliant marketing thing. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great ploy. Yeah. And then Jason Smell, uh, Jason, Jason, Smell. Jason Smell, <laughs> Jason Mel correctly said, well, I'm not sure about your business model is because if what the the revenue that's going to come in from the fines from said cameras, yeah, eventually it's going to go down and down and down. Yeah. Because the people were going to learn. I mean, that's hence what we were talking before the show. Why did they throw a tax? They tell you. Why did they throw a tax on cigarettes so less people smoke? Why did they throw a tax on alcohol? So supposedly, so it's taxation. People drink more when you put another tax on alcohol. (laughs) Because they're trying to forget the tax. Right. Either that or they just leave all the liquor stores open during COVID because you can't get COVID as long as you're going with the lines in the liquor store, in the state store. Yeah. Somebody advanced a theory to me. At the time that I thought was pretty good. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, they said that that if they not allow liquor stores to be open, Mm -hmm. it would have caused a societal disruption because you need to service alcoholics. Those people would be dangerous. (laughs) I was like, that's not bad. Not a bad theory, but also I think COVID produced a couple alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah, Not a couple, a lot. It's a dual-edged I got to be honest. I have to be honest. I mean, when we were, I had to, I didn't work from then till maybe the beginning of June. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Hey, well, you're not working. You don't have to worry about being up at, you know, I get up at what, 3, 30, 4 o'clock every day. Yeah. So even before that, I mean, if you don't have to worry about getting up, you get a little, hey, well, I'm on my first bourbon. A second one might taste just as good. And then you're on two and you're like, well, you know, they're going down really easy. I did not allow COVID to change my life all that much. I got up every morning as I do now between 5.30 and 6. Of course, my work wasn't affected. I still had to, like, uh, I still had to make a living. Yeah. Like, there's no Uncle Sam giving me money. Yeah. So I, I didn't change anything about my life, and neither did Connie. She had to be at work every day. Yeah. So she's still up at 6.15 every morning, getting her ass ready to go to work. Yeah. You know, I, we weren't sitting at home. Yeah, my wife did uh, the, what what they, online teaching. Virtual. Yeah, virtual. And my kids were in their rooms doing virtual. And I wasn't drinking, but I just, you know what I'm saying? You were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't allowed to do what I was doing. We right. weren't allowed to go out and visit people and small <laughs> They were all closed that. anyway. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. No relitigating the past, Kev. It's no. over. It's done. No. <laughs> but anyway, the 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 revenue coming in from the fines for the for the bus cameras. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's well, not going to go up. What, are you going to have more people going through stop signs on buses? Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe it's me. But the question that I would have asked, should we set the stage for this a little bit? Because mm-hmm. we really just started talking. So this company came to the school board and what they're going to do is they're going to supposedly for nothing free of charge mm. 
they're going to set up all the buses with all these cameras to where they can catch people who go through the stop sign that pops right. out. That's the concept. And if you're against it, you want kids to die. Right, exactly. So if uh, the, the, the way that it would be funded is that this company would get the larger portion of fines. Okay, right. so it's like a whatever it is. I think it said it's like a two hundred fifty dollar fine. That's it. Yeah, for going through a stop sign on a bus. I, I think I like I, I could be remembering it, but let's just use two fifty. Okay. So they would take sixty percent and give forty percent, leaving forty percent for the school district because now the school district gets a hundred percent any of those. Yeah, how much? How how much? How many does this happen? Right, that would be that would have been my <laughs> question. How often does this happen? Is this an epidemic type of thing? Because I never see it. No, I've saw. I I told you I saw one yesterday. There was a one I was driving uh, down by North Wales. Yeah, but th- that's in a whole other county. Those people are dumb. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're the small minded ones out there. I don't think they're even small minded. <clears throat> I don't know, maybe not, but it just I was just amazed because whenever I see a school bus, I told you why, but man, yeah, um, she just went right through it. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I, just, I I never see it, and I'm on the road a bit. Uh, I would like to see the the stat of of how many of these things happen because the question was asked of Brian Fike, how much money do we get from these? Yeah. And he said, eh, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred dollars a year. Yeah. So that means one. They get one. Yeah. They I get know one a year. I don't. I just. I, I I think that they're looking for a problem. That doesn't exist. And I know that the snapback is, you want kids to get it. Wait, 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 wait. Someone's trying to sell you something for a problem that doesn't really exist. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like everything doing with our government nowadays. It does. The world's going to end in 10 years, eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like the the gore type of crap that they're selling all these crazy things so they can get money off their, their... Credit score tax, you know what I mean? All this craziness that they're scaring people in for votes. They're scaring people for money. It's the same thing. The polar ice caps will be gone by 2013. You know uh, what? They're still here. Shit. Like, I made this point. If polar bears were dying in mass, yep. those videos of those polar bears dying would be on every bill, uh, video billboards. They would be on paper billboards. Mm-hmm. There were pictures of dead polar bears everywhere. Yep. And like that guy that I had sent, who's the, um, he's Spanish. What is He's got white hair. And everyone shares the thing because it's making around now. He did a, he was talking. Oh, the most, the, the most fabulous man in the world or something? I don't know. The guy's a billionaire or whatever like that. And he's a coach for billionaires. And, and he's made a ton of money in real estate. And he did a speak a speaking engagement and this liberal woman was like, you know, the earth, don't you care about the earth? Oh, that like guy. Never He's mind. like, listen, if, if, if climate change and all this was real, global warming was real. They, the banks would not be giving 30 year mortgages in Florida. They wouldn't have given Obama a 30-year mortgage on his place up in Martha's Vineyard. Yep. They wouldn't anywhere along the East or West Coast, they would not give any 30-year mortgages out. No. And you're not seeing that happen. Nope. That's why it's it's all a, it's 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 a grift. You think they're going to roll the dice on that? <laughs> right? Of course if the world is gone, what's the difference anyway? Right, but that's the thing is like but it's not going to be completely gone. Yeah. I mean, do you think that the 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 uh, sea level is going to rise 20 feet in 10 days? No. It's if not you like- watch the day after tomorrow, it, it does. <laughs> of course. It happens in one, it happens overnight. 
Let's just say this. And this is the part that the polarized caps, the thing that makes you think. Get a glass of water, fill it full of ice cubes. Now, when those ice cubes melt, does the water cup, does the cup of water fill over, you know, does it No, because it's the exact same amount of... Oh, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's my point. It's yeah. all a grift. And people yeah. are... I think that they, like they do with every single thing. They flood it with, with bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just to confuse people, like, well, why is it? Why does the Earth go up in temperature or go down in temperature? Well, okay, you big ding dong. Weather, but don't you, if if we were closer to the sun by a mile, we'd all burn to death. If we were a mile further away, we'd all freeze to death. So, what does that tell you? It tells you that that big star in the sky that's flaming is the reason the temperature of the Earth goes up and goes down. It's the mm-hmm. same reason why Bill Gates wants to. to to uh, stop the sun, the sun from shining, so he can fight climate change. Well, if that's gonna, people just don't think it common sense when this stuff goes on. Like the school buses with that stuff. Like, why didn't anyone ask those questions? It's like, listen, what's Mel should have went further with his business, his questions on the business model. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that they asked the questions that came to their mind, but mine would have been. Like I said, I said, how many of these do we really friggin' think we're going to get? I mean, seriously, I, I think the people in Exeter are pretty good drivers. Right. I'm also going to contact Hotep Jesus and be like, dude, I got a nominee for the Grifty Award of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's, you know what I mean? I, sometimes you, they just play on things, be like, okay, they're pulling on heartstrings. How much money can I get out of this string yeah. that I'm pulling on a heartstring? Yeah. Listen, no one wants to see kids hurt. Well, you guys just want to get kids hurt? No, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. You yeah Kevin's kid. got two kids. He wants them to get hurt. Right. So I, I He I, wants their friends to all be run over by cars. I that's think what he wants. All these people need to really brush up on their salesman skills because or the the I don't know, man. And the guy I said I think the guy said that they have like three hundred school districts that they're in on this. Yeah, they got a bunch here in PA too. Yeah. I was like, my God. Yeah. They're playing on emotion. And you know what else they played on? Mm. They played on all the COVID money that was out there. Think of that one. Yep. COVID money's dried up now. It's getting there. That's the ESSER funds, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Even though they said, you know, it'll be funded with this. I, I just, I. There's been, what was Dude, there? I can't, I, I can't see. Because he, he, they did ask him, well, what if? Somebody did ask the question. What if nobody goes through these things? You're going to be out a shit ton of money. And I think they said something like 375 grand or something. <laughs> well, we'll just have to take that loss. I don't see that being the case. Hence why Mel said it was not a good business model. Yeah. I, I just, I, I you still think, think they're, they're going to give into it. it I do. I hope to God no. There I was do. Enough, I mean, even Hemberger was against it. I've got my civil liberty issues with it. I, 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 I agree. Hate, I hate all this stuff where, um, you know, it, red light cameras and stuff because mm-hmm. it doesn't prove the person I, I get it you've got the car it's evidence right you've got the car mm-hmm. okay the the blue 72 nova with the license plate this yes what if i loaned it to my aunt and then you'll tell them that it was your aunt driving yeah and the well can you prove that no i can't well then it's on you if she won't admit to it then the, you got a shitty aunt <laughs> yeah, you do. But the point is. Yeah. I know what you're saying, man. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. I know. I, I, I just don't like the cameras everywhere. Right. 
that's just the, the whole like George Orwell, 1984, CCP type of next they're going to. I'm just not a fan. I I'm can't just not going to go into the whole long where of I think we're going and it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I never will be a fan of this kind of crap. It's It's just. If you can imagine me being a little sensitive to civil liberties at this moment. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder why. So it's it's just a, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's needed. If the school district is only getting a couple hundred dollars a year from this. I just wonder, who was it that okay did for them to do a presentation? I'd be like, listen, speak to... Speak to a committee of the board that's together that can funnel this stuff because the guy took up a large portion of time. It had to be 20, 25 minutes. Right. And I just, like, again, the guy's a grifter. I'm not <laughs> going to say the guy's a grifter. Again, it, this is a dude who's got a job to do. Right. It's a crummy there's grifters, idea. There's, there's grifters that get paid, man. Yeah. I just thought it was a bad idea. I don't like it as when it comes to um, this video recording because you're. You're video recording all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't who who are they gonna sell that information to? It's a great question. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm just not a fan. And never will be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that was that. And uh, also at the, the school board meeting last night, they mm-hmm. they took up discussion as they do because they've got to do constant policy revisions, okay? I remember Bob Phillips, the former superintendent, telling me that when he got here in 2016, policies hadn't been revised since 2005. Is that a bad thing? Well, it didn't keep up with current standards. Things do change, and you do need to... Not broad brushing, but depends on the policy, yes. Sure, but some of them changed and some of them didn't. Mm -hmm. But they had to... So he instituted a thing where we went through the entire policy manual and uh did changes where they were necessary pertaining to laws and stuff that changed yeah right exactly got it so so it was up to date at some point in like 2018 or 2019 it took like three years to go all the way through the policy manual oh, good lord because of the way you have to do it or maybe it was even 2020 i think but at any rate so so they're doing constant revisions then i think the revision always comes from psba Yes. You know, it's well, this thing changed and that thing changed. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes I think the state, that's a state. Yes. It's not a state. No, it's actually a private company. Oh, that tells you what you should do? PSBA is a private company. It's a private nonprofit whose primary purpose is to lobby the state government and federal government for money for schools in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And they have somehow uh, been uh, uh, elevated to the level of, well, they're the authorities. <laughs> when I was on the school board one night, I asked, because we were talking about PSBA and sending representatives to uh, their conference, and I said, let me ask you a question. What business do we have voting in their private businesses affairs i say we don't send anybody further i'd like to see a motion that we pull out a psba yeah you would have thought dude you could have heard a pin drop in the room i think they don't want to do it because it just means more for them to do 
still. Instead of taking guidance. It's the same reason why everybody wants a king. All it is is a private lobbying organization. That's it. And we all know that more money means a better education, Jerry. Every time, because the Washington, D.C. schools spend $35,000 a year, and their kids fare even worse than ours. And here's the point, too. I thought about this today when I was driving, as I do most mornings for five, six hours. Um, we, how, many, how many teachers have PhDs now and are considered doctors or doctrines, have doctrines, to when we went to school? I would say a lot. Uh, I don't think that many have PhDs. Many, many have masters. Masters degrees. I would tell you, uh, and and this is only my thought. I, I have nothing to back this up. I would tell you that in the last fifty years, the number of credits of continuing education for teachers has gone up and gone up and gone up. Right, because money, 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 money. Right, money. it keeps getting it, it keeps getting changed to keep mm-hmm. the teachers at the forefront. Like, Mrs. Smith, I guarantee you, my eighth grade uh, uh, spelling teacher, the spelling, I, I can't imagine what the, it would have to be spelling. Like, why the frig am I still spelling in eighth grade? Must have been seventh. But still, seventh grade. I, I think I know how to spell at any rate. You need a master's to teach Mrs. Spelling? Smith, I guarantee you, she was probably 60 years old. Yeah. There is no way she had anything but the basic teaching certificate. There's no way because this woman was the size of a house and she was not motivated to keep going to classes. <laughs> okay. I would imagine she did the minimal. Mm-hmm. That was required. But now teachers, like, those numbers are way up. I have to tell you. Right. This is my point that I'm trying to make. So we have more teachers with master's degrees that are supposedly at the very top of teaching. Mm -hmm. And yet our kids' scores are going down and down. And our public education gets worse ever since, what, 1972? Well, that's COVID. Yeah, since 1978, right? <laughs> but you you see my point is yes. at some point you can over-educate a society. I don't know that we're over-educated, no. but the But point you being- see what I'm saying where I'm saying what I'm my point is is that we have all these teachers with masters. Right? More ma- more teachers with masters than they did when you when I was in school, let alone when you were in school. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And scores have gotten worse. Now, is it the kids? or And trust me, my wife's a teacher, so I'm not poo-pooing on teachers here. My point is, is that if the teachers are supposed to be better at what they're doing and their, higher edu- their, their education on such is higher, you figure that the kids would be do- having better scores. One would think that one thing would transfer to the next, but right. I'm... I, 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 again, I am sure they will tell you, well, with all the mandates and we have to this, that, and the other thing. I've got a friend who told me his wife works in a school district somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he said that, that this is out in Michigan, his, his wife spends the first 15 minutes of every day talking to this kid who says that he's a gargoyle. Oh, yeah. That happens. Yep. So 15 minutes of class time is lost every day on this kid Mm -hmm. for her to get him to sit properly in his seat. Yep. And they can't do a damn thing about it. Right. And this is another... Listen, again, married to a teacher, 20 plus years. 
um, this is the part that annoys me is because the focus is on that child that has the issue. Listen, feel bad for the kid. But if we're going to go by majorities and we're so democratic in this country, what about the other 29 kids that that are having their education destroyed, set back by the one child? Yeah. So that kid needs to go either to another school or be put in a room with other kids that have the same issues that he does. Or some other issues. But here's the problem. Nowadays, there are special schools aren't there. And if the school decides to send them to that special school, they have to pay for it, not yeah. the parents. Right. Because now they're, now all the special... Well, the parents do pay for it through taxation, but the point. They pay their original, but they don't pay for it. A specialty school costs a lot more money. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. You know, it could be 70, so, 80, 100 grand a year. Right, so... And those are mandates you, put down by government. And the more so, we so. medicate kids, the more we, I, again, going back to when you have baby, when you have little, little children, too much stimulus and they start to act out. Listen, not every kid needs to be put on, vet, on medication or other kids that need medication. That's, that's, not, that's not my point. Yeah. The point is, is that now instead of have, I, I had this conversation with a woman. She's like, my son is younger. He, he can't sit still in the class. And I was like, to be honest with you, he, he doesn't need medication. That's what boys do. Boys weren't meant to sit in a classroom with their feet on the floor like we were when we were kids. Like, we'd get slapped if we didn't sit, you know, or you get paddled. But Dude, I saw kids knocked out of their desks by teachers. I had I, Mr. Ryder at Ole picked a kid that I went that I graduated with up by his throat. Yeah. Carried him outside the classroom. Now, this kid was smaller. Anybody know John Reese? Yeah. He's still local, but I just, I just, I don't think that the education and the, with these master's degrees that these teachers have received, they've received more money. Oh yeah. A higher salary. I'm off. We're paying teachers that do great jobs and their kids get that, get good test scores and they do better because it, it's really tough. Because there's that in Pennsylvania, I think there were was it federally, um, no child left behind was working that you'll get a, you'll get paid by the way that your kids test, allegedly, right? Which I guess the teachers union and Obama and them had kind of figured something around that. But speaking of a grift, <laughs> right? But I let's bring it back the back around. You have a highly educated teachers. And the kids aren't doing any better. And they're actually doing worse. Yeah. And it, it, it's pre COVID, pre COVID, which leads to we need to get government out of education. Mm-hmm. You know, handle it 100% at the local level, finance it at the local level. Fund students, not systems. Correct. Fund it at the local level. Make us pay 100%, the, the local and state level. Let's put it that way. Because our state constitution calls for education. Guaranteed. So so we've got these these policies, right? The policy that they covered last night, uh, one of them, was policy number 11. And the heading on it is, this board policy supports the principles for governance and leadership adopted by the board and signed by individual school directors. Okay. I would not sign on to that because I'm not going to be bound by somebody else's idea. No. So so there were changes that uh, 
that the school board spoke about. And, and I, I did pull that clip. Um, and then policy 11. So what you typically see is as an admin team, we workshop a policy, we bring it here to garner input. So this is Dawn Harris, who's the assistant superintendent. Assistant, assistant. The assistant, assistant to the... Assistant. To the regional manager. <laughs> and Friday is Hawaiian shirt day, kids. <laughs> Put discussion from the board. Um, but policy 11 is a little bit different in that it governs board principles and board leadership. So this is really your truly your policy to sort of sit and discuss and talk about because it represents how you conduct yourself as a whole board. Um, so I'm actually going to turn it over. I probably could have cut this portion out, but go. To Dr. Herring, to lead a little bit of that discussion, I did just want to give a little technical piece. Some of the language in this policy, there are some recommended. Is quite inflammatory <laughs> and makes you a fabulist. <laughs> <laughs> updates from PSBA. It's mostly verbiage, so they've enhanced their language, refined how they're um, explaining things. There's uh, the enhancement of some language around that concept of the team of 10 between the board and the superintendent. There's some addition of language in there about board self-assessment and that occurring on a recurring basis. So I just left... Recurring on a recurring basis. <laughs> a amateur all of that in there as it's come from PSBA as their recommended best practice. PSBA, the private enterprise that is a lobbying organization. I do find out that when I listen to these, and I've been listening to these for whatever a year now and everything like that, man, we, they just look, they don't want to do anything on their own. Well, you know, maybe it is that they can't do a lot on their own, that they have so many mandates on top of them That's that, my, there are, yeah. that there are T's to cross and I's to dot, and yes, you have a solicitor, yeah. but that solicitor has 800 other clients or whatever the hell. I mean, the school board solicitor last night said that, oh, I didn't have time to look at that. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't have time to look at that? They were talking about, I don't remember what, in the beginning of the meeting. I don't either. I didn't get an opportunity to look at it. What? Are you kidding me? You didn't look. Why do I have you here? What am I paying you for? It's like off. What do we pay you to do here? Yeah. Why are you sitting? <laughs> get the hell out of this room. Huh? If you haven't gotten read up, get out of here. I'm not paying you to be here. Yeah, but the, all these comments and you see the stuff and you listen to Christy or you listen to Dawn and you listen to all of them. Man, it's just like we have to do this per the state. We have to do this per the state, per the state. Man. Like I am after the last eight years. I am so incre- and 28 years ago, let's just say, even more so now, especially with the stuff with like the bandits that, that came down from Wolf that were unconstitutional, and the school boards just followed them. Well, he was bald, so. Right, which I could go on about, but I won't. I, just, they, I can't stand government more than ever. I literally can't with what Wolf did and the health secretary and Levine. And then the boards just didn't even question it. They just did it. Yeah. Like I blame the boards. That's why I blame the boards for what happened during COVID and all this stuff. It's just so many, so many, so much crap that the superintendent has to deal with or the principals have to deal with and all this crap. My God, at certain points, you just want to pull your hair out. Like, can you imagine like doing the, when they talked about the damn calendar? And, oh my God. and they were poor Christy was like, she was like, oh, you know, I, I made the wrong decision. No, you didn't. You didn't. 
She, it's so hard to look back and you say, oh, okay, I did this wrong. It's weather. Honey, you're gonna, you're not gonna win. You're gonna damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's right. It's just the way it, it's weather. Well, the storm came sooner. It happens. It's weather. You know what I mean? It's it sucks, but that's what happens. Nothing is nothing. We do not live in a utopia. It's just it 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 sucks, and then uh, so like them talking about okay, let let's stick with this. I, like, I don't I don't want to get into because it, it could go into all kinds of snow. This, and then I'll leave it to Dr. Hearing to have further discussion. Thank you. So policy eleven is principles of governance and leadership. Our board last adopted this policy in 2016, and with PSBA updated the document at the end of last year. Um, this allows us as a board to not only update our document, but also to reaffirm our commitment to these seven principles. We're in the process of doing a board self-assessment, and these guide us, uh, and these principles, I'm sorry, <laughs> self-assessment, and these. She's putting herself to sleep there. But they, this is, like you said, this, I, and I don't think maybe people are understanding. This is a private company telling the school what to do. Right. The school should be like, okay, we'll take that into mind, and we're going to do what we want to do. It's like the IUs. What are the IUs? They're private nonprofits. I'm <laughs> just like, well, this one doesn't. If something doesn't make sense to the board, why don't they just like, yeah, we're not doing that? Are like you? Are they legally mandated to do the things that these people say? No, I can't imagine. Or they, they just I, don't want to. It's kind of like Congress. Yeah. Like they don't. This is the part that the Congress and the, the Congress and the President they blame shit on each other, so they don't have to take credit for it. Right. Same reason why some people just don't vote or they vote present is because they have an election coming up, and they don't want to be held to task for their votes. Yeah. Are they doing this because they just want to lean on someone? Well, these people said we had to do it. It's the same way when with with COVID and at at the at the junior high. Well, you know we're. The CDC says, oh, and I said, well, okay, we're, well, we don't follow the CDC. You just said that you followed the CDC. So it's like kicking a can down. Do we do these things because they don't want to take responsibility if something happens? PSBA made us do it. it used to be the devil made you do it. It just seems. Therefore, PSBA, the devil. It just seems like irresponsible, and they don't want to take responsibility for if something bad happens. Well, you can take responsibility if something good happens, too. Yeah, you can. Today. And these principles not only help us with this assessment, but will also guide us through creating our board goals. My hope is that the board will annually reattest to these principles as a reminder of how to be a strong, healthy, productive team. Oh. Um, would anybody oh. else like... Really on how to conform to Wait a, minute. a rule. So you need someone else to tell you what principles to have? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, several of them spoke up and they were like, yeah, no. So credit to them. We'll get to make any comments about this policy. <laughs> Bobby. Oh, okay. Are the changes highlighted oh, or? Bobby Scott. Yeah, that's generally. That's involved. Dude, he went off I, at something. I have um, just the, we're, this section on lead responsibly and the, um, the modification of the language that acknowledges the superintendent as a 10th member of the board. Um, I'm not so sure whether I like that language i mean before it was good for him yeah and let me tell you something too he when he was the president of the school board he made decisions about the way he wanted it because he was the president correct 
Like, I, I think I was just telling you mm-hmm. that he didn't want the assistant superintendent sitting at the table or the director of HR or the director of this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. He wanted nine board members and the superintendent. And when I asked him about that, he said, that's our table, not theirs. It is. That's, I mean, it's like, the part of this that when I heard this originally, I was like, listen, I think everybody knows I'm a fan of Christy. I've known Christy for a long, long time. I understand why she's up there. But I she's, think actually she has to be there by law. But right, but she's she's not elected. And I was talking specifically towards this 10th yeah. team member or whatever. Yeah. She's not an elected official. She's not a politician. The rest of the nine are. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get the vote for anything. No. She can give, she can influence them. Of course. I don't know about influence, but she's supposed to inform them. Well, of course she influences them. She's going to say this. She this informs that. them on, on, okay, so you want to do ABC. Well, why do you want to do ABC, Christy? Well, because of this. Right. That's influence. Yes. Informing. You know, I think we use the reference team of... No, seriously. I, I mean, I, I said it a couple of times when I asked questions when I was on the school board. Mm-hmm. And I asked questions to Bob Phillips. And, like, he's not giving me an answer. I'm like, Bob, you're our authority. Can you answer? Come on, give me something here, dude. Yeah. I, do, I just don't know why Dawn's up there. I don't know why... It's the same thing with the supervisors meeting. Yeah. Uh, there's too many. Why are you there? Why is Joe Rogoski at like, the table? Like, Dawn should sit in the crowd, and if they have a question or she wants to chime in, she yes. can raise her hand and walk up to the podium and, right. an- and ask and answer a question. Same thing with Betsy or the, or the solicitors, too. Why are you up there? They should not be. Like, if we have these questions, you know what? We're going to ask you, and, on, and they should be, sh- the solicitors definitely should be at a voting meeting so the, the people, the board can ask them questions. Nope. Just hold on. So it comes. They come every two meetings. They don't come to every meeting. Nope. And then you compile those questions up when they're when they're needed. We went two years without a solicitor sitting at the table. No lawsuits. There you go. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you have a legal question or a legal thing, they can get back to you after the meeting. So I guess they don't have to be there at all. It gets pushed exactly. Right. So if a legal issue comes up, okay, we're going to push this to the next meeting. That's all. I, I just don't understand why there's so many people at the supervisors meeting up there. Why there's so many people at uh, at the uh, school board meetings. I just I mean, let's face it. You're paying in the case of Chad Schnee. Yeah, you're paying him two hundred and fifteen dollars an hour to be there for three hours. He goes to the meeting, says one thing, and gets paid six hundred and forty-five dollars. Nice. I mean, it's it's and and some of these solicitors, and I think that the school board solicitors, one of them. Get paid for the travel time. <laughs> so I, I would be like, <laughs> Chad doesn't get paid for his chat travel time. He agreed not to do that, but I believe the school board solicitor does. See, I'd be like, you can stay home, and if we and have she any lives questions. in like Bucks County. Oh, we can email you, right? And you give us the answer the next day or whenever for the next meeting. <laughs> maybe they it's will, not insanity. Maybe they won't have to cut the cut landscaping so much maybe they wouldn't they can just cut the solicitors travel it's a great i, I mean that's a great point seriously they tell us there's how about nothing we dump to, the solicitors that how far does that go who who told us there was nothing to cut i mean i somebody a, per, a certain individual i know has a ringtone that is says there's clearly nothing to cut there is really nothing that we can cut okay yeah so it's right, right. so 
clearly there are there things really nothing that to cut because you're cutting landscaping. Yeah, because Brian, why don't, why don't you cut the solicitor's travel time and have her stay home? And well, you know what? Here's the thing: I'll email you if there's a problem. Yeah, that's what I do to my lawyer now or my accountant now. Yeah. Oh no, you're you're not even on duty for for the meeting. You get back to me when you've got the answer. Yeah, I don't understand why Dawn's there either. I don't know. Crowd it. Sit in the crowd. Know. Chime in when you're needed. There is really nothing that we can cut. Sends maybe the message that there are ten board members on our board, and um, and that the superintendent is a board member. And that's not true. There is. Um, I, I understand in theory. You know, the superintendent has obviously a role should be heard, should speak to every item, you know, on the agenda, and should um, guide us through the process. But you know, being a tenth member of the board, I think is a little. Um, Good for yous. He's right. He is right. Confusing. You know, for those people who might read this and not understand and the way it's nuanced. Yeah. And incorrect. Let's yeah. give them <laughs> it is incorrect. Round, how, how, a little round of applause. Let's I, give them the clap. Good job. Good job. Good job, Dave. What if we make a tenth non-voting member? No, okay, how about just a non-voting? She's our employee, damn it. Damn it. Your current policy that you, <laughs> you just made me laugh. <laughs> What's so funny? She made uh, he made her laugh by saying, damn it. Damn it. She must be a hoot around us. <laughs> the F word fly, <laughs> man. I, come to my house once. <laughs> Every meeting you do it to me. Okay. Your current policy um, says collaborates with the superintendent as the I team of ten. Either. That's how the current one reads. Couple when was that changed? Because uh, I know there was no mention of a team of 10 several years ago. 2016. June 21, 2016. See, I left the board and you changed the damn policy. <laughs> Actually, Bob was on the board in 2016. Hmm. He was. Because yeah. he left in 2017. He's getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, it's okay. He probably forgot. Okay. This is PSP before then. This was, a, this was a brand new policy in 2016. PSBA is very strong with the <laughs> team of ten language. I I I I, I have problem with what? They have no authority. I would be like, so? It's like someone insulting me, like calling me a what it was a fabulist or something like that. A fabulist and a propagandist. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't care, care what who you are think. you. Who are you? Who are you? That's what I said. I forget where we were, and someone said to me, I said, oh, we were at my buddy's, uh, my young buddy's uh, birthday party. I was talking to him and his friends. He goes, man, this, I don't know how you deal with us. I just say, who, who are you? He's like, what do you mean? I said, he's like, you know who they are. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Who do you think you are? No, who do, who, I don't even care who you think you are. Who are you? I don't know who you are. You're Is nothing. That- You're nothing. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you are nothing. You're nothing. I You're give nobody. no energy to even think about who are you? Who are you? T- nothing. Get out of my face. I'm populist. <laughs> Fabulous. You know, this is let's hold hands and sing kumbaya bullshit. You know, and, uh, I, I, Bob said bullshit. We have to make a clip. And I'll hit the button on it, and you just have to beep out the the shit part, and then hear Bobby going, "That's bullshit." <laughs> we don't have to do that. I know, but the funny part would be beeping it. You think it's Bob? All right, we'll see. Or we could just make like ice cubes drop it in the glass. 
So I like that he said bullshit. Yes. I think there should be more swearing at school board meetings. Goddamn right. We're all adults. Like you haven't heard the F word, all of you. Yeah. Like you all haven't said, well, we need decorum in the 10th man and the PS whatever. Bullshit. I wish I had my button hooked up. I should have. Why don't you? Because it wasn't plugging in correctly. You gosh darn poopy head. I really, yeah, I collaborate was okay. Uh, Work together with civility and no, no, work together, and you don't (laughs) have. I like it, Bob, more and more. Right? That beard's getting longer, and my like for Bob is getting bigger. Dude, he just said we don't need civility. We don't need that in the. Of course, we know to be civil to one another. It's again, they're asking. They're looking to people for principles. So why, excuse me, why not civility? I, I personally, I'm I'm all for being uncivil. I think there's not enough of it in the world. There's something to be said for chairs flying. Like the, uh, the guy, there's a guy that sells t-shirts, give violence a chance, I'm down. Dude, how many times have you seen like uh, the, the, the parliament in Italy? And they're oh my, fighting dude, right on the floor. China's even worse. Really? I, oh my God! I didn't know about China. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. I'm, I don't mean to be racist, but one of the Asian con- countries, their their system of government, okay, almost literally looks like a Taekwondo contest. <laughs> They're all fighting. UFC <laughs> event breaks out every right? time. No, I, I, I'm honestly, I'm, I don't believe. I don't. When I say give violence a chance, I'm not talking gun violence. I'm talking like hand to hand. Because I think the 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 less we've gotten away from that. You really think we can? We had presidents that used to duel citizens. Well, uh, they a president? Yes. Which one dueled? Uh, which was the president that dueled with... Was, uh, vice president, Aaron Burr. I thought it was a president. No, he's I thought I said you the one that Austin Peterson did. But either way, they, you did that. I'm not talking about doing duels with guns. I'm saying... When, Let's throw you're some fisticuffs. Saying, Let's get down to some basics. You're saying Hamburger's here, Mel is there. You guys, Jason Mel says whatever, and Hamburger goes bang and just slaps him in the head. What's the matter with you? I'm not in this, or just if we have a dispute, you can arm wrestle it out in the beginning. If that doesn't clear it up, then you do a little you tie wrist thumb wrestling. And fight, there you go. <laughs> I'm just as a whole. I think as a society, is it's like you, that's one of the reasons why you see all these people talking smack online. We're missing it. They've never been punched. People in the talk face. smack online, right? Like who? I don't know. <laughs> what a great response! I don't know. Uh, some people, <laughs> I, some people did. And something. you don't have to tell me that other people have different. Uh, Couldn't remember his name. Different uh, concepts and ideas. I hope so because uh, I'd hate for everybody to be like me. Bob and I would get along. So, but He's they, right. I'd hate for everybody to be like me. Well, yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't look very good in a bikini. <laughs> That's it? Quitter, we need a picture of you in a bikini. God, no. Bob, no. This is a lot of kumbaya crap. I call he him almost said, he almost, I would recommend that we just change it to say, collaborate with the superintendent. That's Morgan. Acknowledging them as a commissioned officer of the Commonwealth. I agree. And we should all hold hands. <laughs> That's up for the next count. Jason, this is the thing. I don't like I said you before. We the should show, all hold hands. We're getting closer to like a primary election time because some of these people I'm liking more. Maybe the, fiscally they're coming a little bit more conservative. They're being a little bit funny. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? They're saying things, and they're being a little bit more of. I hate. I would. I hate the word conservative because what's conservative nowadays? More traditional. What you said before when you when you call him Jason Smell? <laughs> how, I mean, how many times do you think in his life oh, he's heard Mel smells? Right. Oh God! What 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 a challenge! Yeah. Well, amazingly, with the last name Full, I've never ever was. People make fun of me going, full, full, the big asshole. I never had anybody say that. Really? No. Maybe because people are too afraid because I'm a big guy. I think I smell a song coming. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to message me. Hey, I got a bit. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna work it up, and I want your opinion when you come in next time. But we're just gonna we're gonna do it on the show. I don't want yeah, to live. I just want your I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> Kevin Fold, the big asshole. Oh, I mean, I've been called an asshole. <laughs> You're like tinkering in your head right now. <laughs> I'm writing the song. <laughs> I'm gonna come over Saturday night. You'll be like, dude, I gotta play this song <laughs> <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> it's gonna be a little tuna, Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Next, cow. Okay. I just thought I'd try to throw that in here. Kevin Fold, the big asshole. Okay. Are we good with that? Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Is there anything else in there that anybody would like changed? As long as the policy okay. has flowers drawn around it. Okay. Well, we got the uh, we got the main point. We got Bob saying bullshit. <laughs> but they wanted they wanted or the. People that are looking for to hand down uh, morals and principles wanted the superintendent as a tenth. That's the way that member. goes. A board member, no. I agree with them. Yeah. No, they're 100% correct. It's time for a break, Kev. Like, she, like, like, like Bobby said, she works for us. She works for us, damn it. No bullshit. No kumbaya bullshit. <laughs> Peace and love, man. Okay, let's take a little break. And uh, we'll be back with the Exeter Underground, number 42. Ever get for you. 
Now. That's like an unbelievable song. It's a good song. It's a great song. It's uh, also acknowledged to be one of the most difficult drum beats to play. You are probably the only one in America that knows that. No, a lot of people know that. <laughs> what's the what's the percentage on a lot you're putting out here? Thirty nine point seven percent. That's a lot. That's a lot. 39% of people know that's the hardest Dude, that is, where's, where's, I, We gotta get a clip But that's bullshit Okay wait 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 The ISO clip exists Of just the drums for that song I'm sure we're gonna play it We are gonna play it Listen how difficult this is Imagine trying to play this Okay That sounds difficult It is 
isn't all that's going on here a little bit of this and then and then a bass kicker right yeah with with a bunch of practice dude that's a very difficult beat and 39% of the people know that this is a difficult beat 39.7 <laughs> I don't think I have room in my filing cabinet maybe you need to know what what is entailed in playing the drums Perhaps that's part of it. Never really tried. I had some friends. I had some friends in bands. I may have sat down at a kit once in a while, but I never really gave it much interest. Okay. I mean, I can imagine that it was. It's fun, but no. I'll I was, tell you what it is. Not was not going to get my kids. It's a great here. workout. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's sure it's a great workout. I get. Oh yeah. I, I think standing up there and sweating and everything. You don't see a whole lot of fat band people. Leslie West, the harmonica player from from what, oh, I know you're Blues about. Traveler. Yeah. Hootie well, and the Blowfish. Hootie is pretty big. Now? That dude's still alive. No way. He is. What's uh, his name? John Popper? Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. But He's I don't know that many. I mean, besides all the guys doing drugs and everything, like. Motley Crue. That's the guys. real danger. So you know, fat is not the danger. Smoking eight packs of cigarettes a day and doing an eight ball will tend to keep <laughs> yeah. your weight low. And snorting ants. All right. No, it's, it's music. I I like music. I just don't really. I mean, I fiddle around with guitar every once in a while, but that's about it. So uh, back to the show now. Mm-hmm. Now a thing to, to connect to. Well, we'll connect in a second, but just to finish up the stuff from from what's going on in the school district. Yep. Yesterday, there was a, a an irate parent. Yes, I had heard about this because I saw it on the next doorsies. Yeah. And someone had posted the screen cap of what happened where, I guess, Jacksonwald Elementary School, bu- an elementary school bus for them. Was mm-hmm. it bus 35 or something like that? I don't know. Um, and I had come in. I, I meant to message you about it because if you had heard anything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Takes balls. Yeah, Literally. so so a parent was was I guess giving shit to the bus driver over what? That's what I want to know. Right. I, I doubt we ever will. But but then again, gossip. It happens. So apparently the parent the the parent jumped on the bus and and hit the bus driver a couple of times, and then I'm guessing the bus driver shut the door. Yeah. And she had to beat her feet out the back door. Yeah. So and this was a little kitty bus. Yes, it was like an elementary bus. Yeah, and and you can imagine like kids would be traumatized by something like that. Yeah, like when you were a kid, did you ever see like your father fight? My father, or an an adult, not not a boxing match, an adult. Were you ever somewhere and you just saw a fight break out? I would probably say there was a good good chance that I did. Whether I. So many things pushed under, <laughs> buried Jerry from my yeah. childhood that I probably saw a fight. I know I definitely heard fights, but um, did I physically, did I see physical fights? Probably. Yeah. I, I recall one time when, when I saw my father throw two guys oh, my dad out of the restaurant. That. And and though you know, he was in no danger, yeah. but I remember being, I, I was maybe eight or nine, and I was like, shit. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. So so imagine like a total stranger is beating up on a bus driver who you like. It's gonna traumatize the kid. What if what man? if you were the kid of the parent? 
Yeah, that's, that's why I want to listen. I this is the thing that bothers me nowadays is like I'm all for giving violence more of a chance, but it's also situational. <laughs> like I'm not for not like, on a school bus, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, be smart like I was when I was a junior in high school. We set up a fight off of school property so we couldn't get in trouble. Right. Uh, but my point is, is when you see videos like that video of that little nine-year-old girl getting the crap beat out of her, yeah. I, was it in Florida by those three teenage kids mm-hmm. or one teenager kid mm-hmm. or whatever? On a bus, yeah. yeah. They always say that the the funny part on Twitter was, is like, well, what did she say? I don't really care what a nine-year-old little girl, A, it's boys beating the tar out of a little girl. Yeah. But I, I also don't really care. But then you also see when you see one race beating up another guy race and, oh, what did he say? Did he call him the N-word or whatever? I, I, I don't think – you can't say that words – you are, are not a reason for violence. And then, well, if you said this word, then it's okay to beat the crap out of them. Right. So that's why I kind of want to know what was said or what happened yeah. between the parent and the, to be honest with you, if that, if, would you be, I'm not saying this happened and it probably didn't happen. It didn't happen. But I'm saying, what, what if it came out at that, that school bus driver was touching that kid, that, that woman's kid inappropriately? You'd be okay with him with that te- with that parent beating the crap out of that bus driver. Yeah, I you would, would, but that wasn't going on. I just said it wasn't going yeah. on. What I'm saying is, is sending the setting that there's different lines of what I want to know why. Because how many times have we said, you know, uh, in our lives, how many times have we thrown it out there? Child molesters should just be killed, right? right, right. Like those two that did their that their adopted sons, you heard about that? Oh yeah. yeah, and they you know did all those horrible things to them, and then pawned them off to people in their community in the yeah. area, yeah, and then made videos of them. Yeah, I just heard the call from one of them in jail. I just want people not to hate us, dude. Too late. I hope you get tortured in jail. You don't even want to know what I told my wife should happen to them, but. Um, it involves something they like, though, right? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, maybe that one orifice, yeah, but I don't think they'd be liking it too much. No, but I want to know what. Not not that it's okay, but the reason why I just made that analogy, what if the, or that asked that question of what if the bus driver was touching that 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 kid, that Yeah, what's a different story, but. Or maybe the school bus driver was sleeping with a woman's husband, or, you know what I mean? There's a, there have, obviously is a reason. Not that it's okay. There's no reason, but right, it, not in front of kids. That's why I give that spectrum of things that would be. Well, you'd be like, well, there's a good reason for her to jump on the bus and beat the tar ever, but not in front of kids. This is why you know, like, you know, you you do this stuff surreptitiously. You start following her home and find her patterns. Jerry sounds like a stalker <laughs> right now. This is why you find them online. You create a fake Facebook account. You get them to divorce them. their spouse. And then you... <laughs> I just watched um, watching this series. It's called Evil People or whatever it is on... I think it's on Hulu or something like that. And did you ever read the book on the Iceman? The, 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 the killer? Yeah. Uh, Richard Kuklinski. Yep. Yeah. I've read the book years and years and years ago, and they talk about, man, he would just, I mean, it just put cyanide in people. He would spray people on the side of the road with cyanide in their face, and they, he would act like he was sneezing in their face and spray it in their face, and they would die, like, within minutes. I'm like, these people are crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like what you sound like right now. Me? 
<laughs> me stalking people, man. No, I'm, I'm. I'm just saying it's one way to handle it. Well, yeah, you don't beat the woman up on the bus. You go to her house. <laughs> yeah, you go to her house. You catch her. She's walking out of Target. Right, lay this, a beating on her and you leave. You beat her up in front of her kids in front of Target, not on the school bus. No, but there's. I would. I would really. This is why it really sucks. That there's, I don't know if there's laws for this or whatever, but that private information of it, like I still want to know about what happened with the. It'll know, come out. It'll somebody. come out in time. I hope. The one thing I read, like on the Exeter community page, somebody said because the kid lied about something that happened. Hmm, what does that mean? Yeah, that's too. So bad. whatever it was, it doesn't matter. But the the great thing that came out of it was uh, the school board. Or the school district released a thing telling parents that yep. this, that, or the other thing happened. Counselors. Yes. No, not counselors. Yes, there was counselors at the school when the kids got there. There was counselors. Okay. All right. So I like that Christy Howler rode the bus with the kids. Yes. I think that that was a really great touch. It was a great idea. And, uh, you know, let them feel safe. And the woman got on the bus and it beat the crap out of Christy. Christy yeah. <laughs> no, it's, no. It was, it was a great move by Christy. And she is, like I've said before, I've known her for a really long time. She's probably one of the, the sweetest people that I ever met. It's, at, it's, at it's, just, it's just a great touch. <clears throat> it's a really great touch. And it shows that she cares. Cares about these students. Mm -hmm. Because she is now uh, the, the bus ride home. For the kids, mm -hmm. every day this week is her on that bus. I think she doesn't have something to do between mm -hmm. whatever two thirty and three. When she might have stuff. Superintendent of the school? Nah, she's nah. Got lots of free time. And she she's putting whatever that is off yep. for the kids. What a great thing. Yep, it is. I, I'm just gonna say she's doing a great job. I don't know if I was when I was a kid. Now, granted, I've grew up fighting, so it was like one of those things. Where, like, if I saw, I might have jumped in. <laughs> no, if I if I was sitting on a bus <laughs> and a parent got on and started punching the bus driver, <laughs> I would have been like, "Yes!" Now we grew up way before phones and yes. videos, but I would have been like, just soaking it all in. But like, no, man, you got to dip. You got to dip. <laughs> I'm just waiting for there to be a video from a kid with his phone. Yes, world star. <laughs> I got to search Wall Street. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, when I was a kid, a certain someone I know, and he listens, our bus driver, I'm giving up names, but our bus, I don't think I ever told you this. Then, then let's not. No, it's not bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> our bus driver was a priest. Oh, boy. Okay. A priest, not a No, he's a priest. Minister? I don't Catholic know, priest? man. He was, I'm pretty sure he was a priest. Okay, go. And, um... Let's just say my older brother was a little unruly. <laughs> Used to like come home with markers all over his face. He get marker battles on the bus and you know stuff. I, listen, I had gotten in fights on the bus and everything like that. But uh, the one time um, he came, the bus driver the priest came back. I think his name was Ben, and he came back and um, I think I don't know he just did something. <laughs> my brother punched him in the stomach. <laughs> It like stamped on his foot and punched him in the stomach like that. I was like, my brother was like this far from getting thrown off the bus. Right? Yeah. So, so I can see that's my childhood. That's, so I was not shocked when a parent starts beating on a bus driver. So the next thing. <laughs> Moving on. It's a funny story, though. He punched a priest. 
Well, no, I, you know, I would say that the guy was a minister, not a priest, because priests are taken care of. They get a rectory. Okay, know, I, so they don't need money. They take that I'm out. Pretty sure he had the, white, the the black and the white thing, though. Man. Okay, but he could just be a minister because I know people, uh, who who, who were ministers, and they took a job as a school bus driver, part time. You, you know, know that, maybe because it, it, dude, these small churches. Listen, I haven't seen him since like 1985, bro. Give me a break. Okay, <laughs> right. we, we can let it go. Or we could keep beating it I to death. I might have been lower, like 1985. It was probably even sooner than that. But anyway. So an interesting thing came out yesterday. PA judge rules state school funding method unconstitutional. State funding, the way they fund them. It is called a historic victory for Pennsylvania's public school children. Hmm. This is what I asked you exactly. I think you could probably give a little bit more of an explanation of yeah. it. Yeah. Pennsylvania judge ruled Tuesday that the state's funding of public education falls woefully short and violates students' constitutional rights, siding with poorer, poorer districts in a lawsuit that was first launched eight years ago. Okay, see, this is where I think the clarity needed to come in. in pers- it's not how. No. It's just that it's not being funded enough. Right. Which is, this is not good. In pursuit of potentially billions of dollars in additional annual support, Commonwealth Court Judge Renee Collin, and I don't have a chance of, of pronouncing that last name, Jubelier? <laughs> J-U-B-E-L-I-R-E-R. Jubelier. I'm not the person to ask Smith. Just go with Smith. Smith. Judge Smith. Found that the state has not fulfilled its obligation to the poorest public schools under the state constitution. She said in a nearly 800-page ruling... Dude, this is not good. 800 pages. That's huge. That current funding violates those students' rights to what should be a, quote, comprehensive, effective, and contemporary system. The more than 750-page decision found school funding in the state unconstitutional. Four-month trial concluded in March. Here's my question to you. Do you think education is a right? I don't think it's a right, no. Right, because... I think it's probably a good idea. Correct. Why? That means someone has to, you have to force someone to educate you. You don't have to force them. Sure, you do, if but it's a right. How do you force? No, I didn't say it was a right. I said it's a good idea. Right. You have to, a teacher can be forced to educate a child then. So they will be forced to take that job? That's, that's well, if you don't have any teachers, then you can't have an education. Oh, well, then you're not being forced. I mean, the market forces But if they're saying in the Pennsylvania State Constitution you have a right to education. Same reason why... Yeah, no, I'm not not a fan of that at all, no. That's my point. It's the same reason why you don't have a right to health care, because you would have to force a nurse or a doctor to heal you. You don't have a right to a house. Right. Well, there's people... You don't have a right to food. But this is... You see how that right to education is... Yeah. It's not a right. It is a constitutional guarantee. There's two, like like one. Well, it's a not constitutional the guarantee to first to the to free speech and to bear arms. Shall not be questioned in Pennsylvania. But it's not a right if you have to ask for it. Well, you have to ask for someone to sell you a gun. But you have the right to defend yourself, regardless. 
bear arms. Dude, the, <laughs> the string beans ain't defending anything. Whoa, wait now. Whoa, whoa. But you see what I'm saying? If they're trying, if they're saying. Step up you- and find out, Kev. <laughs> I'll put my hand on your forehead. You'll never touch me. It's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm nine years old again, and my brother's going like this to me. I did that to a kid at Viva once. <laughs> he was swinging. He, like, threw a cigarette in my eye, got all wise and everything like that, threw a cigarette in my eye, so I, the brick wall right there on the right as you walk into Viva, I picked him up by his throat and put him on the wall, and he was swinging at me. It's like his, his fists were, like, four inches away from my face. It was too funny. But my point is, is that... You can't say things are right because then you have to force. You have to. That's what I'm. If education is a right, then you have to. You basically have to conscript teachers to teach. Let me be clear that Kevin is six foot five. Yeah, I'm not that big. I know people that are bigger. Not many. Yeah, not sure. many. <laughs> no, but. The- <laughs> <laughs> <that damn> button. <laughs> But that's my point. If it's if it's a right, then you have to you can conscript somebody to give it to you. No. Well, if healthcare is a right, and it's not. Well, well, they're the, the dumb people think that healthcare is a right. Dumb people think that education is a right. Dumb people do think that. But unfortunately, in Pennsylvania, we have dumb people that made that it's part true. of the law. That's true. inherently my point. I just don't know if that's such a great thing. So and your this point is, is dumb people, really. <laughs> just say it no um not yet but i i just if that was an 800 this is the part that they're saying now we talked about this a little bit before the show if they're talking about the funding is is unconstitutional that's questionable as it is because how much does a kid the funding scheme is unconstitutional well there aren't they saying that there's ways because how much does a philadelphia school get per child per Per pupil. From the state, I don't know. Hmm. Off the top of my head. I or from the city. I, I, well, you know what? We can Google. Google is our friend. That, how much tax money, how much state money does the Philadelphia School District get? Okay. One point seven nine billion from the city, two point two billion from the state, sixteen million in federal revenue. That doesn't sound right. That's what it says, though. What's it equates to what per student? And some of my point is that if you're talking about they're funding the the yeah. poor most the most poor areas or the poor schools. That's her 800-page opinion, which you can tell that was a woke judge. Philly only gets $16 million in federal money. It's all for food. Dude, that's shocking. Well, they're probably getting That's actually shocking. What, more grants and stuff like that, probably? They probably get in grants. Wow, man. And do you say that mostly in Pennsylvania that just is for food? Yes. From the federal government, yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Philadelphia City School District spends 13263 per student per year. That's what we... What do we do here? 21. Well, our taxes are higher, aren't they? Probably. 
Rich whiteies. <laughs> What's well, true? You can subsidize golf so Roy Foy or Ron Foy can play <laughs> golf on the backs of single moms. Not for the schools. No. Three point nine billion dollar budget for Philly schools hmm. versus our eighty one. Weren't they closing down the charter schools in Philly? They did it in New York. I don't know. I know Wolf was doing it. That's the funniest part too. I don't understand that. He's bald. You see all you see all these uh, you see charter school teachers that are Democrats and they vote Democrat when the Democrats want to do away with charter schools. Right. Like you're just so. What yeah. were you saying is the problem with this country? Dumb people? Okay. Dumb people, yeah. And I know some of them. Because my wife works at a charter school. And they all, they're all lefties. They all vote Democrat. It's insane. Like, well, I'm why like, aren't your kids in a public school? Like you're voting against your own employment. Yeah. <sighs> and Wolf screwed them so bad, charter schools so bad, the one year that the school didn't have enough paper. So when I was working for my previous company, I did a, a paper drive. So we had a bunch of paper Jesus. that were delivered that I had uh, donated to the school so the kids had paper. A paper drive. Because mm-hmm. the school, because Wolf cut the, fund, cut, the, cut the funds to pay charter schools and stuff that year. Uh, what year was that? I don't remember. And they all vote for a Democrat. They will continue to vote Democrats. If you're That's a charter insane. school teacher or That's an administrator. Oh, and guess what? The, the, the CEO of the school is all going down to the Democratic thing and... Down in D.C. this week. Yeah, well. You're all... They're all white women. (laughs) They are. (laughs) It's like, my God. This is stupid. Voting against your own self-interests. Okay. What are we going to do? I could go on. Well, we could talk about the social stuff. We could. We could talk about the social stuff because we are... What are we... uh, Fabulous and propagandists. And propagandists. Yeah, because there's certain one. Maybe you know everyone had uh, was upset with you with leaking supposedly the uh, report being leaked to you by um, you know the harassment. Yes, the harassment report. And then so on on the next doors, you know the next door thing or and what's the gentleman's name? Ronald Foy said mm-hmm. that he had read the full report. He read the full report. That's what he said. He's not a member of the supervisor, so I don't know how he mm. would have read the full report. Kev? Here's what his comment. Kevin, I read the report. It was clear he's, he's treated people and women especially improperly. I've seen him harass presenters and the township employees alike at board meetings and treat fellow board members and the solicitor in a manner that would have him dismissed at any company. He deserves censure regardless of the larger finding that needed to reach criminal status or statute levels. It didn't, so he wasn't charged. He deserved disclosure that took too long, but he's still an abomination. Speaking of Dave Hughes. He's an abomination. Which is funny. Is Oh, and then he... And then he called me a practicing propagandist with the whole extra underground nonsense that plays with innuendo far more than facts and hypocrisy much. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Which is funny because he's saying that he read the whole report. Now, who who leaked it to him? Oh, I don't know. It would have to be one of... Now, now wait, let's see. There was seven people who read the report according to... The intelligentsia of Exeter. Mm-hmm. 
So one of those seven had to have given it to me. Mm-hmm. I will state to you clearly right now, it was not one of those seven people. Mm. Part of the problem that we have here with this is that people don't understand that there is a chain of security yes. for these things. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition to those seven people, the lawyer who wrote it mm-hmm. also had it as did probably his paralegal, secretaries, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Who's to say that it's secure in the township's possession? Correct. We see that there are problems. Mm-hmm. So someone... But... I'm, I'm just saying that Roy Foy said on social media... Ron. Ron Foy, Ronald Foy, said that I read the report. And then when I asked him where who gave it to him, and so did... Uh, uh, Mr. Kaplan. And then he went back and said that, oh, he just read the synopsis. Interesting. Oh, so then it became the synopsis, not the actual report. Right. So I don't think the synopsis said anything about that stuff or did it? I See, I didn't read the synopsis. I didn't read the no, report I'm not gonna, either. I, I, you didn't? I didn't read the report, hmm. no. I only got three pages of it, the three that I wanted, and that was it. <laughs> I didn't look at any of the rest of it. Are we allowed to talk about the new website? Oh, yeah. Somebody's new website? Absolutely. Because the whole report's on a website. Yeah. Well, well, it's going to be. So somebody out there under under the, the guise of being WikiLeaks. It's not <laughs> WikiLeaks, though. No, but that's the, the great point is that, like, <laughs> the funny part is, is that these dum-dums on the supervisor's board, like, they probably listened to CN, CNN when, who was the Cuomo guy, yeah. when Hillary Clinton's emails came out on a week elite, and I had read all of them. They're like, you can't read them. It's illegal to read them. You got to come to us. We'll tell you what yeah. they say. <laughs> all those guys, you know what, probably George was watching CNN back then, like, oh, I can't read those emails. No, I'm nobody's gonna, allowed to read I'm them. Gonna, it's on the internet. I'm going to get arrested for reading those emails. Yes, someone... And I don't know them. Jerry does not know them. Put a website together. Um, I could get the... Are we allowed to give it out on that? Sure. Sure we are. Hold on here. So someone put the whole um, report out. Yep. And this is not where I assume where Roy Foy... Ronald Foy got it from... Roy Foy is so much better than Ronald. It really is. Like, his parents really screwed the pooch on that one. (laughs) (laughs) So the website uh, is www.orhttp um, and then forward slash whatever. So www.exeter, what's that, hyphen? It's dash. Dash TWP dash wikileaks.org. Right. But it is not actually WikiLeaks because if you go to WikiLeaks, right, there's no mention of this. No, but no. Also, when you go to WikiLeaks for the people who have never gone to WikiLeaks, I, spend, yeah. I used to spend a lot of time on WikiLeaks. It's literally WikiLeaks, and then you go in and you just tons of folders, like tons right. and tons of folders. Right, and not one of them mentions Exeter Township, no. <laughs> so you know. Right. So anyway, so somebody grabbed <coughs> this. Uh, somebody claims to have the report. It says the truth in Exeter Township, and uh, Supervisor Hughes was always innocent, and Gardella lied for eight months for personal and political gain. We obtained the full report from the investigation, hidden from Exeter Township taxpayers since July 2023, probably supposed to be 22, because we still haven't got Doc Brown going yet. (laughs) We will release the entire investigation report a few pages at a time. Week one, 
pages one to three of 43. Mm-hmm. And they the names are not redacted. No, everything's on there. They just put it all right out there, including the number of people who were the names of the people who were uh, interviewed. I, I don't really... I, how do I feel about giving names? Yeah. I mean, it's out there now. Yeah, everybody can go there and read it. It's out there we now, need, and everybody knew anything. before who it was. I didn't. Everybody knew before who it was that filed the the harassment claims, hmm. but were kind not to say it. But you know what? Here it is now. Yeah, I mean, anybody can go and read it. Yeah. Is George and Ted going to sue them? No, I just I I think I'm going to have a, a personal issue with spreading all the the names because to me it's not pertinent. No, it's not. What but- is pertinent is that the supervisors lied about the content of this thing? Yes, and repeatedly. And then you and get- there are people named Roy mm-hmm. who are continuing their bullshit. Yeah, and they continue to lie. But like I like I said to Ronald. Roy Foy. Roy. Ronald Roy Foy. <laughs> I said to him, your hate for Dave Hughes is clouding your your opinion mm-hmm. and your mind. Because he doesn't like Dave so much. And this is the part, this is the dehumanization. I recently was talking to someone about this. Is that On he, this show. They don't, they don't like Dave Hughes so bad that they don't mind. Like I said to this guy, I said to Ron, I was Roy. like, listen... Roy Foy, I said to him, I said, listen, you, I've seen supervisors be very rude to men, women, taxpayers, obviously. And I've they, seen them sue them, oddly enough. Right, they tried to sue one of my good <laughs> friends, you know what I mean? So also I've seen them snap at old ladies in the front row. I've also seen them him um, swear at you. You know, I'll be, what did he say? Uh, the hell you uh, will. Right, yeah, so all that stuff. And ending meetings uh, illegally. Yes. Um, all this stuff. So they don't have a problem when their guys do it because they hate Dave Hughes so much. Yeah. But what does that have to do with me and but, ending the meeting? Right, because, and this, this is the part the guy's like, he said, he said, well, you're just trying to get a small group of people to uh, respect Dave Hughes. I don't think we've ever gotten people to try to respect Dave Hughes on this show. No. What we've done is just try to, prov- to get people to understand the truth Right. And to look at things in a different way that, I, like I said to this guy, none of them are clean in all this. None of them are clean. No. I said, but you don't, you, you don't do what Ted and George and Vollmer have done to you or to, other, to what they did to Jim Ruoff or what they did to Fred Whitehawk. Right. They're like, you, oh, I remember Ted just, oh, well, we're going to look into to legal matters about Fred's meeting. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. You tyrannical asshole. Like, I, like, and then Roy doesn't have a problem with any of that. Roy has no problem with that. <laughs> Ronald Roy Foy, whatever. That, I, I like Roy. Who? Who? Let's go with Roy. That's my point. Who? Who You're do you nothing. think you are? Go home, read your book, and play your subsidized golf by the single mom that lives next to you, bud. That's right. We'll continue to pay for your golf. Yeah. You welfare Feel, feel good about yourself. And you post, you join next door yesterday just to get on there and battle against because it's campaign season. And everyone knows you got a big voice. Probably two or three people listen to you. And since, what, like you said right here, Kevin, 
As I said, you're an amateur propagandist and a fabulous who fancies himself and that pitiful extra underground as revealing of anything other than how sophomoric the whole production is. You're, you are never going to convince any thinking group of people that Dave Hughes is worthy of respect. Never try to, bud. But guess what? We have more people listening to us than you do. Roy, let me ask you, how many listeners do you have to your podcast? Roy, I think ultimately what you're doing here is you're doing some kind of projection or something. Because, Roy, you don't have the talent to do what we're doing. You don't have the ability. You can barely speak the English language. Or the language. time. He doesn't have the time. Because he's too busy playing subsidized golf from the single mom. That's right. But you do have plenty of time. To be a welfare mama on that golf yeah. course. I tried to be nice, and the guy and didn't to want to suck from the in. teat of the Exeter taxpayer, don't you, Roy? <laughs> I tried to be nice. I just tried to be very nice with it, and then he starts attacking me and everything. I'm just like, and then let's be honest. I want to know: was it maybe they need to sue him? Who leaked it to him? Dude, there who, needs, somebody there gave him the report. They should be suing him. Hey, Roy, yeah. they're going to be suing you any minute. There's got to be an investigation into who leaked it to Roy Foy. Roy, I'll see if uh, my lawyer wants to help you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paula, if you're listening, contact Roy. He might be in danger of getting sued. Right? Because he said his own words, I read the whole thing. I read the whole thing. Roy read the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. And then he backtracked real quick when he realized what he said. That's why you don't leak stuff to stupid people. Ooh. <laughs> and people named Roy. <laughs> yeah, Roy Foy. <laughs> you don't leak to people named Roy. No, or Foy. Yeah. Anybody whose name rhymes, I just think first and last name rhymes, <laughs> you don't leak to. No. Let I it be a lesson to you, Ted. Let it be a lesson to you, George. Never leak stuff. To a person whose first and last name rhyme. And I think Roy Foy's giving you an example of why not to do that. <laughs> no, I just think it's funny. It's like I tried to be very nice with the guy. I just tried I tried to inject some common sense into it. He's a bomb thrower, Kev. And then he comes in and he starts attacking Chad Kaplan and me and everything. And then okay. Dude, why can't you have a discussion, Roy? Yeah. Why do you have to go on the offense? And better yet, go on the offense face to face. See what happens then. Roy, he wants to. We're amateurs. We are amateurs. We but are. I, I'm not getting paid to do this. No, neither am I. It freaking cost me money to do this, right? And we do have more people listening to us, uh, ten times as many as the school board meetings. Roy, <laughs> when you can give me your listener numbers, we can have a discussion. Until then, you're shit under my heel. Is that clear, Roy? Who? Roy. Who? Shit. Who? Roy. Okay. <laughs> Run of Roy Foy. Who? That's what I'm just like, the last time you're going to hear this, about Roy. Right. This is the part. I was like, I don't even know why you have to attack me. I'm just asking where you got the report. He he, chi he chimed in on, on Donna Merritt's post and then had to comment underneath everybody's comment. He had to inject himself in there. But I thought all he did was play golf. On, and on and the, read. And read. And uh, so he plays golf. And reads. He reads and plays golf on the Exeter Township Taxpayer's Dime. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that single mom. The single mom and the poor and widow. The poor widow and the uh, the disabled veteran. Yeah. Yep. 
who are paying for him to play golf because he's a welfare mama. Yep. That's Roy, okay. the welfare mama. It's okay. He's probably on the course right now. It's a nice day out. It is a nice day. He's probably not listening. Roy is probably not listening. Of course, maybe he's already got his, his 18 holes in. Yeah. Uh, for $55, right? Not even. Not even. Unreal. It's like 39 I think we figured out. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah, must be, Roy. But I never contributed anything. No, you contribute nothing. No. I love people that just make assumptions. Yeah. They, they're older. This guy's, I don't know how old he is. He's probably an old guy. He's about 803. Okay. So he's never heard of the same. Middle name is Methuselah. Roy Methuselah Foy. <laughs> you shouldn't assume. It makes ass an ass out of you. Now, this I, I, is the guy who said about me on the informant. I, uh, what the hell was it? He said, I'm a muckraker and a coward. The guy who won't face me called me a coward. <laughs> well, Come also, on, Roy. What are you doing? So which is he? Why do you have to be? Why do you have to attack people who haven't attacked you? Yeah. Like, what the hell did your mommy do to you, Roy? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what did your mommy do to you that you have to attack people? I know. What the fuck? What is wrong with you? He was on the school bus, and his mom beat up the bus driver. <laughs> Maybe his mommy beat up. No, nah, they didn't have buses Maybe back when he went to school. his mom was the bus driver. Yeah, they part. didn't have schools back. They didn't even have schools. He went to a cave. His mom beat up. <laughs> <laughs> and they taught him how to write on a wall. <laughs> We're blowing dust on the sand. Now, Roy, this is how you make <clears throat> good fun. It's it's not amateur. We're pros at this. Come on, man. I mean, I was trying to be nice, and then he had a... Dude, and... seriously, seriously, all joking aside, the guy just does nothing but go on the attack against people, and then he calls the other people names. It's the same thing. Like that's all he does. That, is this the guy that seriously was up at the school at the supervisors' meeting? It was it was talking crap to Dave Hughes and said, you know, I play golf and read. That's him, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Roy Foy. Roy. <laughs> Foy. Yeah, Foy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Yeah, I, it's, he just seems like an angry guy. Clearly. Very angry. Clearly a very... Because you were trying to have a discussion, and mm -hmm. the guy starts calling you names and stuff. All you got to do is look at the whole thing. It's Donna's post, and, and he just chimes on everybody's comments. Everybody who commented, he's commenting. Is he ugly to everybody? Is Roy ugly to everybody? Uh, from what I saw. Or is he just ugly to you and Chad? So <laughs> if I had every... I could... Let me see if I could go to his page thing, and then it'll tell you all the comments. Oh, he muttered. Did he... Did he says, delete him? It says zero post, zero reply, zero thanks. That's bull because he has comments everywhere. <laughs> he deleted them. Did he? Roy rethought his his <laughs> comments. Oh, the comments are still there. Oh, okay, my bad. Maybe not. Well, hold on. No, they're still there. I, you go to see. Normally, when you go there, you can it go to activity. Maybe he set his activity to to private. <laughs> At least for you. <laughs> You can't go, see him. Roy Roy won't allow you to see his, his comments anymore. Right there. See, if I go to Conrad Kaplan, Chad's thing, it says 14 posts, yeah. 1,083 replies, 1,162 thanks and welcomes. Roy has you blocked. That's just rude. It is. He starts shit and then blocks you. What a jerk. Calls me an amateur and then starts doing stuff like that. 
You 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 block people, Roy, and you call me a coward and a muckraker. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right, we see what we're dealing with here. And you know what? Never mind him. Who cares? I think Honestly. I think it's cute. You think it's cute that Roy's so angry? <laughs> you think it's hardening Did the he, arteries? I've been battling knuckleheads like this online for... for <laughs> Are they all named it? Roy? <laughs> Roy Foy's. They're all Roy Foy's. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thankful he hasn't done what other people have done where they post my home address and, and say they're going to burn my house down with my kids in it. Mm. I don't think Roy's that bad. No, I don't. I hope not. But you want to show up my house? There's I'm your Huckleberry, <laughs> Roy. <laughs> I just don't understand people. Like they just, they just. I maybe, maybe back in the day, dude. I he's got to... keyboard muscles. That's it's very clear. It's very clear. He's a puss. How dare him call us amateurs, second-rate propagandists, and fabulists? Fabulous. <laughs> How does that even mean? Who? <laughs> Who? Okay, we're going to take some calls. We can. 610-451-7085. 610-451-7085. Give us a call. You can tell us that we're propagandists and uh, fabulists and uh, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So give us a buzz and we'll chat about whatever is on your mind. We could even give you advice. What do you think, Kev? <laughs> We should do that. <laughs> you wanted, <laughs> dear guys, when you know when the, that was a dear, dear, dear undie, dear, dear undie, dear undie. <laughs> we should take calls. We give uh, marriage advice. <laughs> yes, definitely. Roy, call us with marriage advice. Is he married? We'll straighten you out. He's got to be. He's eight hundred years old. Well, not necessarily with that attitude. He's probably. That's not. true. That's a good point. Maybe that's why he's not married then. Yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe he's married. I bet his wife is nice. I bet she's a sweetheart. She balances out his royness. She's got to be a sweetheart to deal with that. I'll bet she is. No, I don't know. But I, we we can take marriage. We can marriage advice questions, health questions, financial advice, financial advice <laughs> for for political advice for political advice or well financial, but we're only doing it for uh, amusement purposes. Yes, to lose you money, and we'll laugh about it. Plan on losing any money, but <laughs> buy silver. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't get your money out of the banks. That's all I have to say. All of it, right? So apparently, that is the Exeter Underground. Not even God calling in today, huh? Episode number four. Nope. No God. Nope. We're gonna put time to that. And Exeter I- Underground episode number forty-two. Uh, we thank you for listening. There will be a supervisor meeting to talk about next week. When is that? It'll be Monday. Monday. Okay, and I'll have two days to get clips together instead of one. So no fl- no signs are allowed, right? No signs, no fun. No shirts? No shirts. Oh, speaking of which, the t-shirt designer said he's going to have one of the... Uh, one of the shirts done tomorrow. If he tries to change my fundamental elementary design, no, we're gonna see if we're gonna have some problems. No, we straightened him out on that. Good. That's the whole and point. and he loved it by the way. <coughs> when the I point. explained it to him that it's supposed to look like a fourth grader did it, he's that's great. That's okay. beautiful. <laughs> if everyone would have got the shirt and it looked like a damn dragon, they'd be like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's not what Kev drew. 
Four Dragon One? <laughs> Four Dragon One. Yes, that's the way it would work. That's the way it, that's the way it looked. Yeah. So that's the Exeter Underground. We thank you for listening. If you missed anything here, um, you can go and download the show. Please do. Afterwards, uh, it'll be up for podcast within... Uh, let's can say, we get more downloads minutes. than Roy Foy? That's the question we need to ask. Can we get downloads? We need downloads this week to make sure that we beat Roy everybody. <laughs> Roy and his amazing show. It's the Roy Show. Download it on every device you mm, have. You're giving me ideas. Roy Foy show. The Roy show. <laughs> there, there's enough video footage of him out there. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. You know How what? How many meetings has he spoken? I know one. Again, he's 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 beneath notice now. Who? We got it. We got it out of our system. Who? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Saturday night, we're going to come up with something even worse. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Kev's coming over to my house. Yeah. To our house uh, Saturday night for dinner. I'm sure there will be something. Very, very, very fine house. See, I can't say. You can't. You really (laughs) suck. (laughs) My daughter swears. Daddy's just stop. You're like tone deaf. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Could be my big nose too. Yeah, it's got to be it. (laughs) Everything just whistles through there. That's it. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. Look for the. For the podcast, almost immediately after. What? Yes, exactly (laughs) that. And we'll see you next week. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Uh-huh.